Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. Oh, you know, it hasn't been the most exciting week or so here uh, around the league, Peach, but, um, you know, the NFL is actually kind of still in the spotlight a little bit. Uh, but, you know, there's still some NBA stuff to talk about and uh, maybe some not NBA stuff to talk about. But uh, how are you doing, man, before we jump into things? They're dropping planes from the sky, Ultra. I, uh, I, These I planes are too complicated, man. I was getting a hard time before we started recording that I'm just not shaking up the opening as much, so I'll have to brainstorm on on how to make that more exciting for everyone. Yeah. It's past 100 episodes. It's time to spice up the relationship a little bit, Ultra. Maybe wear something a little sexy or do something with your voice to (laughs) to get a few hairs to stand up on the back of our listeners' necks. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I just need to start smoking and try to add a little care remember that time you told me about the uh (laughs) that customer service woman or that account whatever for uh when you were treasurer (laughs) wait what now i explicitly remember one time you came into our room in college and you said i just talked to like the sexiest voice ever on the phone (laughs) it was some woman do you remember what i'm talking about now I remember this happening, but I don't. I like don't remember what you said or what it sounded like. No, I was mainly wanted you to describe the woman's voice again. Uh, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I just I I have no absolutely no clue what what had happened there. But I do I do remember something like that happening. Well, I mean, basically, you got turned on by a woman's voice. <laughs> yeah, what's I mean, voices are sexy. They can't. Ours sure aren't. No. Uh, not yet, uh, but Ultra's going to work on it. He's going to three packs. A day he's going to slip into something a little more comfortable voice wise. So we should be in a much better spot by then. At least I'm going to. I will still be so. the delightful monotone self that I always am. Episode uh, to episode. We've, we've got, uh, the trend, very healthy trends in general. Uh, people trying to be healthy. We're still, you know, pretty fresh off of new year's resolutions uh, we have friends that are trying to eat healthy, be be healthier, and I'm. I'm going to make fun straight. of it when it's on an Instagram story. I'm going to go straight whiskey and cigarettes, and we'll see what that does. Oh, I'm going to start smoking when I turn eighty. Why Maybe when that? I cross seventy five. Like I'm going to start. There's I haven't yet set the benchmark of like this year, but like at a certain point, I think eighty is is going to be it because I want to live to like eighty three. Um. I think that's a good so like I could get a good three year run of just being debaucherous, like try, starting to steal stuff, smoking a ton, I'm gonna speed. I'm I'm not gonna be the old person that goes slow, I'm gonna speed. <coughs> I'm gonna make them forcibly take away my license from me. Maybe I'll become a drug mule, say a bunch of racist stuff. Nah, not the racist part. Yeah, Definitely the geez. drug mule part. One step too far, I think. Shoplifting, though. Definitely get a shoplift. But not from local businesses, right? You're going to steal from the man? Only giant corporations. So probably just Walmart at that point in my life. Walmart and Amazon will be the last two businesses on (laughs) On this earth. I hope not. I hope not, too. Uh, Let's uh, stick up an Apple store. (laughs) Let's not do that. When I'm 80, 80, who cares? Oh, maybe. Oh. Yes, maybe when we're 80. 
I got another. I can, I'll draw. I'll be the getaway. I'll get you know. I'll man the getaway. Oh, you would not be a good getaway driver, man. When you're 80. Mm-mm. Okay, I don't like how that we, projects out. You think we outsource and get a youngin to be the getaway driver? Yeah, we get baby driver. But he'll be old by then too. No, we'll get the new baby driver. Be like one of our grandkids. Did I lose you? <laughs> I was just want to think about grandkids. No, sorry, I'm uh, I'm having a tough time hearing you, PJ. You're having a tough time hearing me. Yeah, you know, a little behind, opening the curtain a little bit. Unfortunately, the software that we use that has been, you know, shout out Cast has been very sturdy as of late. Uh, but I could, I have no idea what you just said. So we'll. I just we'll said butthole. <laughs> well, I heard that. Oh. I did the the mini whatever you said before that, and I wasn't reacting to. It's because I I couldn't hear you. So sorry about that, Peach. Uh, I was just we'll, talking about your future grandchildren being our getaway driver. <laughs> uh, that's too bad. I I wish I could have heard that when you were actually saying it. But uh, yeah, uh, Me I don't too. think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna be cool with. Hey, maybe I'll have some. Maybe, maybe you'll be grand- cool when you're 80. Maybe I'll have some grandkids that I'm are I know, cool that are I know are lost causes already and can just sure they can be our getaway driver. Yeah, one of them gonna be named Drake. No, since our friend Jackson named his dog Drake, <laughs> I think that that's probably off the table. Uh, yeah. it's on the table for you still. I don't know. Now nah, it was really never on the table. Oh, okay. Maybe it was like on the entryway, but it was never on a table. You'd never can actually consider naming your child Drake. Not after the Soldier Boy video. I would never, because all Drake. I built was like Drake, Drake, <laughs> Drake, Drake. That would be really annoying for everyone except me. I would laugh every time I said the dog's name. Yeah, and yeah, you. You then naming your child Drake, I feel like that's that's how you would say Drake. his or her yeah. name. I would. So, just, so that's probably good. He'd think um, I was a bird. <laughs> maybe. If I said uh, like the, that. Soldier Boy's a ridiculous person. One side note. Yeah, and, I mean, I I don't... Why was he all... I know he did an interview with the Breakfast Club and Barstool, and that's how the whole thing came to be, but... What was he even promoting? I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't listen to either of them. Didn't he have a? He had a song come out. Yeah, he had a single or something. He was doing something. Did he have an album come out? I have no idea. Ooh. Well, do a little, do a R and D here and see what we can find out real quick on Soul. He did do. He was doing something. <laughs> okay. That he was we... promoting a single. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was a tell I don't really know. Anyway, this this wasn't where I wanted to go with that. But get us back on track, Conductor. Let's talk about the big story coming out of last or two nights ago's games. Um, and that was Russell Westbrook. They picked up. OKC picked up a win in Utah. Uh, 
there was a verbal um, back and forth between Russ and a fan. In a camel hat. uh, I mean, this has been pretty well covered up at this point. I'm not going to go through what exactly was said between Russ and the fan. It essentially boiled down to... Why not? We can say it. Something. He uh, said the, the, the guy in the camo hat, that was a Utah fan, Russ alleges was like, yeah, get down on your knees like you're used to doing. And Russ said he would F up this dude and his wife who he were said he both. Would fuck up. He said he would fuck that dude up and he'd fuck his wife up. Yeah. Um, and there's counts of if, if either the. Wife was also saying stuff, but it was evidently Jen's first uh, first basketball game. Yeah, so then the aftermath of all of this was uh, Russ was obviously at this blew up really quick. Russ was asked about it after the game, gave his version of the story. Fan got interviewed. Fan and he said that he would he would have done the same thing because he was standing up because it was he he felt it was coming from a racial place, which I'll get to that more in a second. And that uh, it was not okay, and that he's going to stand up for himself, which I understand. Yeah. Also, um, not the first then, time Russ has had an incident with the fan in Utah. Yeah, he's gotten double middle fingers before in his face. I mean, he's gotten that wasn't in Utah. I don't that, but no, he had the fan Utah. last year yelling at him. He turned and right said something to him. So, but uh, there's a history know, this, there, right? Um, and then. They interview the fan. The fan play or plays the "we didn't do anything wrong" card, but you know the internet. We were just having ourselves a good time, sir. I just I don't know what he possibly could have uh, thought I was saying. Twitter, Twitter un- found his Twitter profile, uncovered some n- very not very racially, not not good things that he has said, uh, and some and- other tweets that just like this guy has a has a real fascination with russell westbrook in general and so it certainly appears as though this would be in line with someone that was tweeting those things to say and in person and probably Uh, someone that definitely said what russ said he said so look i i russ threatening with violence as a, a person the public eye as someone like you know i don't probably shouldn't say i'll f up your wife yeah, and I like you should not threaten to to hurt another human being. You certainly should not threaten to hurt a woman. And but what what I really would like to get, and I think that you and I are in agreement on that, Peach, as far as how Russ handled it. I yeah, he got fined. He, he got fined twenty five thousand. We understand where he's coming from because he felt threatened and attacked, and yeah, it's easy to to act out. Um, Obviously, this this fan, this so Utah banned this fan for life. Mm-hmm. But I want to know the big thing that I kind of took away from this is: should the NBA be doing something differently as far as how they protect their fans on the court against, or excuse me, protect their players, like, protect their players on the court well from from fans? Do you uh, think that they should be doing something different and taking more measure there? I think they're. I mean, I think they could be more proactive with addressing situations or empowering um, players. I, mean, I don't know if you need to empower players more, but like, like what what Russ is is saying, the guy said, like I think is 
pretty true. Like, I don't see any reason why Russ would lie about that. Um, I just think in general, like, the culture of, of fandom, and it's it's tough when you think about, like, oh, these are your quote-unquote paying customers and all of this, but like, at the same time, they shouldn't be allowed to, like, buy. Like, if you go to... Uh, yeah, I mean, just in general, like if you're you're going there, like yeah, enjoy the game, enjoy the product, but like shouldn't be able to, uh, like players shouldn't feel threatened or like you shouldn't be, just, you know, messing with them in in a lot of ways. And there's this accepted amount of trash talk. I mean, I can't remember the last time I went to anything. The last time I like, and I kind of but like high school and college, I remember like yelling stuff at like basketball games and stuff I was at and. But, like, at a certain point, I just remember, like, pretty quickly, like, once I went to, uh, like, a game right after, like, outside of, I think, yeah, pretty much going to, like, a Drake basketball game. Like, I would yell some stuff. I mean, I wasn't yelling, like, mean shit. It was just more, like, jokes or just kind of stuff that I thought was funny. I don't know if anyone else thought it was funny at all. But, um, you know, semi-clever attempts at, at some of those things. Um but there's like a line and then like it, it also I just feel like that would be a time you just you kind of grow out of that and just having like grown ass like 50 year old men yelling yelling stuff at guys and, and mainly it being you know 50 year old white men yelling it at you know, black black basketball players it got a weird vibe to it and if you think about it for a half a second um so yeah I don't it's like it's a weird it just I wouldn't I don't really necessarily when I go to a basketball game, do I get an enjoyment if I'm that close of being like, yeah, I want to like say shit to these people and like start yeah, some that's, of the play. I don't understand that at all. And like, I just, I also like realized like, you know, maybe if I was watching a Detroit Pistons game and I was sitting close and like Reggie Jackson did something stupid, I might like say something. I don't know if I would scream it at Reggie Jackson. I'd just be like, oh man, Reggie Jackson is a jackass, but um, maybe I'd heckle Cat just to see what that was like. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would definitely. I don't actually. I would. I bet. See, I wouldn't because I would just be heckling you about Cat, and if Cat heard it, I'd kind of feel bad. Well, I don't think. But the the difference though is, I think the worst that we get from you as far as Cat is, it would just be like a lot of like. Good thing we're going to this game the second half of the year. Yeah. <laughs> if this if this was in I would just call November, yeah, you'd yeah. be putting up you'd be in foul trouble or something, you know? Like I right. I don't you wouldn't be You'd have ten you'd have ten two and two right derogatory now. to the guy. Like that's a, a much different place to be in. You'd be asking and, him where second half cat is, yeah. Yeah, that's just you know, that in my mind is cat should be, you know. I'm sure that he gets always that be kind of second half cap. every yeah well yes I would love that if he was always second half cap but um, oh he's always getting shit probably yeah all these yeah, guys yeah I guarantee that that's like he's he's gonna deal with that kind of stuff everywhere you go it's anything racial or violent that it shouldn't be tolerated my big like it doesn't seem to me like there are these huge measures that the NBA should take. It seemed like in this case, or maybe in Utah specifically, because the aftermath of this is pointed to that this is a frequent thing. Not this to yeah. this degree, but this problem has. Yeah, Utah's Utah is a bit talky. Mm-hmm. So, 
ushers are supposed to be keeping an eye on this stuff, and if something was to come up, they they get the fan out of there, um, or they take action, step in, and and squash the situation. That's um, tough, man. Though I think like, it's the NBA. Like maybe they didn't see, but if they didn't see, that's not a good excuse. You should have more people keeping an eye on these things. You can't. Yeah, you're gonna have an usher sitting like every other seat with the fan. I really think it comes down to more like... Seat, but you could have one in every single row. No problem. Dude, they kind of do. I mean, they've got a lot of... There's a lot of personnel already working these games, man. Um, I honestly kind of think it does come down to like some self-policing. Like, if you're going to a game and someone's like... If you were sitting that close and someone's just yelling ignorant stuff... I mean, like, everyone knows it. It's. I think we almost have to, as fans, kind of like... Tell the dude, like, dude, chill out or something. And then if he, they're not going to, then you go get the security. And, you know, the player, if the player's hearing it, they're going to point to the team security and let them know. And team security is going to work with the folks in the, the, the other security personnel in the, in the stadium to try to, like, move that person, get them removed or something. But, um, so in general, it's like, I don't get the, I don't really understand where you get that fun like of saying derogatory stuff and I, I think everyone's pretty much in a knows the lines that cross and whatnot and if you want to have a little fun like with it and like a guy's like in good spirits and talks back cool but I think it's like kind of common sense to read a some body language of like a dude that's not really there to mess with it and like if you're following this guy clearly the one thing I could tell is like at least following the Jazz like follows Russell Westbrook. He he knew in a way what he was doing, and it's like there's just you. I think you just have to have some more be a little more self aware, courteous, and in general, I think like though just as fans like need to take a step back too and realize like these are people and they have every right to respond if you say something wild to them that they don't like. Agreed. Yep. Um, but so yeah, I think that as far as punishment goes, them banning that guy, no brain oh, decision, yeah. no brainer. Uh, but then as far as Russ, I'm glad, you know, if they would have suspended him a game or two, I don't think that would have been wrong. Um, mm, I wouldn't have liked it, that. <laughs> I'm fine know. with a fine. I, I, yes, I am fine. But that's what I'm saying is I think that they, I think they got it right. If they suspended Russ for a game. Uh, no, you know, you he did threaten a fan, regardless of what care. they said. He threatened a fan and a woman that was at the game. I don't, I don't, I like, I have a problem with him threatening, but if you're giving me a game, like I needed to have taken a step into this, like that's the boundary. Like I, he was in his space, he was saying, like, no, I, I think a fine is all you can give of that. If you're suspending dudes for having that kind of stuff happen it's you know once they've if he made a move or was like making aggressive like you know he was just saying shit to him like guy was saying shit back to him and it's like heat of the moment tempers nah man he he didn't leave the bench he stayed right there and you know just yelled from the bench that he was gonna fuck up that guy's wife (laughs) which is better than actually going and and hurting someone so i see what you're saying uh quickly (laughs) this is become very anticlimactic because 
this entire year it's been really close in both co- both conferences as far as who's gonna who's gonna make the playoffs and jockeying for position and stuff. And now it just doesn't really seem like we're gonna see a difference between now and the end of the year. You know, there's some each, seeding stuff though. If you want to talk about seeds, each team has 14, 15 games left ish, and uh, the Bucks. Raptors, Sixers, Pacers, Celtics, Nets, Pistons, Heat seem like they have locked up in the in the East, even though the uh, Magic are only three games behind the loss column. The Heat just have been playing a little bit better as of late, and it seems like they're going to be the ones that make it ahead of the Magic. And then uh, in the West, Warriors, Nuggets, Rockets, Thunder, Blazers, Spurs, Clippers, Jazz, and the Jazz are four games up on the Kings who are sitting in the nine spot. Uh, Timberwolves and Lakers have just fallen too far back at this point. So uh, that's there are playoffs. We'll see some, some moving up and down between now and June, but or now and May when the playoffs start, but dang. You mean April? Uh, hey, do, do they start in April? Yeah, man. Oh, well, perfect. Can't wait for that. <laughs> Jeez. How many years have we been doing this, man? I should know this. You're right. Uh, it just seems like the first first round just hasn't seemed to really matter as much. That's going to be your excuse? Yeah, it is. Like, in the first round, we it's been pretty much a foregone conclusion for three years that it's going to be Cavs-Warriors. So, like, sorry. I mean... Yeah, man, dude. Like the regular season ends like the second week in April. Like it's it's kind of always been like that, man. I'm sorry, PJ. Um, Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the listeners. I'm sorry I was off by a few weeks, guys. That's that's my B. Anyway, do you even care? Any like it's just like, geez, like you're just maybe I'm just mailing it in. Is that what you're trying? I don't know. To say? I just I don't even feel like you're even here anymore. Like, are you with us, Ultra? <laughs> uh, I'm here. I'm 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 like, as I feel like you, I, as do I you want to be somewhere been. else? No. Yeah, man. It's like come on. I know mm-hmm. I was talking about how that the NFL offseason has been good. I'm not trying to leave for an NFL podcast. I'm Go for it. Have fun with that. Say I don't know who I'm gonna I don't know who I'd be able to find I would to, suck. to do that one. Dude. Um even though the, the NFL playoff until OBJ got like even the Antonio or, Antonio Brown stuff was like, all right, glad that's over. Yeah, glad the Steelers got screwed on that. And Antonio the Brown Raiders, got played. The Raiders all of a sudden being a little bit better doesn't exactly move the needle for no. me. Just but Baker and OBJ, that's that's probably the only thing that got me, got my football plums, plums going. Yeah. Uh, the Bears have been a little quiet, but. No, I don't really, yeah. Move made made up some calf space. I feel like they've got a signing or two that they're still gonna do. They don't have their first round pick this year, do they? No, we have Khalil Mack, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, yeah, you're fine. Yes, we are. Um, no, dude, the whole, the whole thing is just eh. Because the issue is that I I would like to have a like an honest take about some of that, but like NFL contracts are so dumb that. I can't really compare like anything to another, you know, whatever. It's just, it's, it's just like year by year. It's like all these like it's basically like oh, this is how we're setting up our payroll for the year. We can change it next year. Like we're not really fixated to this. We're only fixated to like 
these certain numbers here and there, and we have to, like, yeah, it's weird. It is, uh, it still blows my mind that their contracts aren't guaranteed. If there's one sport that you should have a guaranteed contract in, it's in football, and yet baseball and basketball and hockey, and these are where you get fully, you know, fully guaranteed contracts. It's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, back to the NBA playoffs. Uh, I don't really have much else to say. I have um, nothing to say about them. I am yeah, so bored with this season, this part of the season. Like, pretty much uh, trade deadline happened. Stand. Trade deadline happened. Lakers weren't going to make it. I was pretty much I'm, I'm, I'm good with the playoffs starting. I'm a little more upset when I was lashing out a second ago. Ultra wants to extend the regular season to April. Through the end of April? No. Yeah, you want to extend it all the way through the month of April to have more just meaningless basketball games. If they started the playoffs the way things stack right now, I'd be perfectly fine with it. I don't. I, I, I just want them to start. Me and the Warriors especially, we all want the playoffs to start. I also just would say, like, I mean, this is going to be a real great year to make the argument about, like, shortening the season or tweaking something with like having teams actually give a, a shit this last like 15 20 games i'd really have no reason to and i can't really come up with any reason to tell them they have to care like right now well the unfortunate part is that we've had up until this point like the beginning of the season is always great you know you're you're been starved from basketball mm-hmm. for for months and you're excited to get it going and then you hit a bit of a lull around the 25 30 game mark but usually but this year we we had some trades and trade rumors and all kinds of stuff going on and then you had the hardened streak that was really exciting and fun to watch and like must see every night and then we you know we got paul george following that then we had the all-star break then we had boogie or we had boogie coming back shortly before that and now we're we're kind of in limbo. Like there's not, dude. There's well, I don't want to go that far. Like there's something for you any night you want it, but sure. But we don't have that guy that's just lighting the world on fire right now. Well, everyone right now is just trying not to get hurt. Yeah. So I mean, so that's what I, that's my point. I guess pretty much like if, I would say like Harden, right now if you're, I mean, we were talking about him last week, but like I would pretty much like put my dollars toward like my time if you're gonna do it. How much fun is, but like Trey Young is probably like gonna be the most entertaining thing you're gonna see right now. Like this last stretch of the Yeah, because the, they they know they're not making the playoffs. Yeah. He's gonna chuck he, up as many shots as he wants. He's gonna try to it's too late, like Luca's gonna win rookie of the year, but Trey Young's gonna try to to do something about that. Yeah. Um and the Hawks are actually kind of fun. I mean the Hawks are one of the more fun teams to watch on League Pass right now. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like if you're if you are truly looking for something to fill, like even just this you know week or you know until March Madness starts next week, um, I would I would I would honestly watch Hawks games. I mean, if you other than that, man, I don't, I don't know. I I had fun. I was watching the uh, Jazz uh, the Jazz OKC game, but I was like, all right, like. But I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't even that invested till I, I mean, kind of all the after stuff from it. I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I mean, this this makes sense. Like, 
I almost I did have to check it at first that they weren't just like resurfacing clips of rust from previous in incidences in in Utah, but that was a fresh one. Sure enough, this one was new. I wish it, I wish it wasn't the case, but it's uh, it happened. Um, yeah. So uh, James Dolan. This is another thing that. Came. Yeah. Now this is a time I'm going to side with the fans. Yeah. This whole this episode, is, folks, uh, is basically NBA person, NBA employee, or owner versus fan. Insert X versus fans. So I want to. You're going to be able to tell this better than me. So if you haven't seen, there's a clip from TMZ of. A fan yelling to James Dolan to sell the team, and James Dolan being super sensitive kicked his ass out. Was like, "Well, I hope you enjoy watching games on TV," kind of thing. It was like, you "Can't just say that." And the fan said it was an opinion. James Dolan said it wasn't, but yeah, James Dolan like being told by his paying customers to sell his team. But he might be like the worst owner in sports, so. I don't blame Knicks fans whatsoever, and I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he said anything wrong. Like, that's that would probably be a level of trash talking I'm okay with, yelling at the owner that, you know, make my team better, just sell it, get rid of it. Like, I'm okay with that. There's nothing offensive about that. Yeah, he should at least get a refund. Like, well, then we'll, well, yeah, so then today or yes, it was yesterday. James Dolan was on a radio show talking about it more and was saying that they had, like, in-stadium video that he thinks it was staged. Like, he w- did feel bad for, like, booting, banning the fan or whatever and was going to reach out to him and try to make amends. But then he saw the video and felt like that he was he was entrapped and that, like, basically these guys that were at the game, like, tried to seek him out and, like, start stuff with him to then just put it on TMZ and cause this. But I'm like, I, man, like, even if that's the case, like, shouldn't you just kind of roll with it? And it's like, whatever. And he did kind of say you shouldn't have engaged it, but still being like, I'm going to kick this guy out. Then like you did it. You basically gave this guy exactly what he was probably looking for. He probably was like totally fine with that. And like, you you're the only you have there is nothing and in, 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 except James Dolan you know maybe maybe the guy doesn't have any like can't feel embarrassed or anything but like in those situations like he is not going to come out of that anyway looking good he can just you know let it go by but like he does not win that at any point there is no winning it so you just go you don't you, I and even like by reacting like oh I'm gonna kick you out like you lose still. Like, that guy wins every situation. Yeah, man, it's pretty dumb. Uh, James Dolan, pretty Dolan. dumb. Like James Dolan, pretty dumb. Like, I could see if you're... <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying... Like, Cuban can do... I kind of... I mean, there's, like, other... I'm trying to think of the other charismatic guys, maybe more, like... Balmer, maybe, wouldn't be... Ah, Balmer probably could kick someone out, whatever. But it's, like... You're James freaking Dolan. Like, what have you done? Like, name one thing that you've done that, like, you can tell that guy, like, be grateful that I own this team because you have X. You got nothing, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. So, 
it's it was super funny. I mean, he's and he's had a history of just being like crazy sensitive and dumb. And I mean, he's dude, he's a piece of work. <laughs> uh, I really do hope he sells the team. I, I don't. Think I don't think that's happening. Happen, Why would he sell uh, the team? Honestly, that's another thing. It's like people say sell. Can, I get it, but make, like because he can make so much money. Sure, but like or keep the thing like. I think if he sold the Knicks, anything he sold it for, to be honest, though, would be like probably a good bargain for whoever bought it. Well, I think the main contention around that whole thing is that if he sells the Knicks, it's not he's not giving up Madison Square Garden, um, and that that's a game changer. I mean, in life, I would think that if I was if I was having to pay for the Knicks. And I'm gonna have to shell out close to four billion dollars to do it. I would want that arena too. And I don't think he's gonna. He's. I don't think he's putting it. Oh, on but dude, like Madison, his, Madison Square, like that whole. It's a company's on the stock market. Like, yeah, I don't. Why would he? Why would James? No, I no. Well, I, but the but the I'm just saying that the Knicks aren't valued. Are not valued that high, and even with their whenever the team's valued, that includes the arena. So like. No, it's not. You'd have to, you'd have to play like a. I'm pretty sure it is. Not not every NBA team owns their stadium though. Like some lease, right? But I mean they they own Madison Square Garden. Like I don't think it, that's how they're factoring that in, buddy. I'm not like a hundred percent sure, but I'm fairly. I mean, I don't know if that's what they're valuing that that piece of that that. All I'm saying is, is that if I was going to have to pay a hefty premium to get the Knicks, the least I'm going to get, or the least that I would want to get in that deal, the least is you're going to get the, the most. You would want to get the what a lot of. I mean, in today's game, it's one of the best arenas in basketball, like if not the best. So like, yeah, if but you still get the Knicks. I mean. Yeah, obviously, game nah. mass is great. If you do something with that team, like yeah, you'll be fine. Like I'm not gonna weep for whatever billionaire bought the Knicks, but no, and doesn't get the stadium. Not. But um, anyway, we'll we'll see. Something to keep an eye on this summer, and hopefully, it, it ends up. Being <laughs> if you're gonna keep an eye out, just it, it, let them get see if they get Kevin Durant, and then we keep an eye on them for different reasons. I there's no way James Dolan's selling that team. Unless someone makes him yeah, an offer yeah. he cannot refuse. Yep, I hear ya. Uh, so, the only other thing NBA related uh, that I wanted to talk about, or that I wanted to make sure we had to talk about, so the, the Warriors lost to the Suns last week. Um, Clay, after the game, was, was pointing out that the fans were showing a little lack of energy from that. Uh, is that really a red flag to lose at home? That was the that was the Suns' first road win against a Western uh, Western Conference team this year. They beat the Warriors at home. Is yeah, I mean, flag? and then you well, then you have Steve Kerr getting caught on camera saying, "Tired of Draymond shit." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the way I look at it is like, so my one take on the Clay comment was like, are we a th- Hundred percent sure. Like some of that comment wasn't like tongue and tongue in cheek. Like, 
it almost felt like to me like Clay was doing some sort of like weird performance art of being critical of the fans for not bringing the energy that night and kind of like turning what like people would say about like the Warriors and just like the criticism they get throughout the regular season. Like he was just kind of morphing that around towards the fans. It kind of felt like that to me. Like I don't know if he was 100% sincere like all the way with like the that comment. I thought he was kind of like making openly making fun of just like the that commentary. I mean, there was a bad like it was a bad game for the Warriors. Like they did not play well. They didn't look good. I mean, if you're asking me to tell you what Clay Thompson is thinking, I could not freaking tell well, you. Well, yeah. But, like, I just got that vibe. That was just my impressions of the comment, at least. Well, here's the other thing is that I I do not know this for a fact, but I would bet money that that's a sold-out game. and that the Every stadium, one of those games is sold out. Yeah, that's, that's my point is that the Warriors are the most – they have to be the most popular team in the league. Yeah. They, they sell out every game. Yeah. So even if you get a packed house of people not cheering very loud, it's it's probably louder than the average stadium. So I I don't know. I don't really buy into it. And even though it's a, a week, like it's dirt, I think it was on a, it was either on a Sunday or it was during the yeah, week. Yeah, it was Sunday. It's Sunday game. And, uh, and it's a packed house. You're playing the Suns. Like, what do you expect? Like they think you're gonna, they're going there to have a good time and watch the Warriors kick some ass against the worst team in the league. And yeah, but I just, I don't think he was that. I don't think Clay legitimately was sitting on the bench like, guys, we're not playing well. This sucks. But man, dude, you know if we, if you said the fans really get behind us, like I don't know. I think it was sort of tongue in cheek and just trying to like defer from the fact that they didn't play yeah, well. Yeah, I, like, I hear, just I hear yeah. And it doesn't, in my mind, it doesn't really mean shit. Like, this team is just so bored of the regular season at this point. I yeah, I'm with them, man. I'm with they're still, them. They're still the one seat in the West, and it doesn't really seem like on a night-to-night basis they're trying very hard. Although they're, they're playing the Rockets tonight, which is, is fun. But, um, yeah, Rockets trying right. to go for that regular season sweep on them. So we... We knew that we weren't. This was a little bit lighter on NBA content. We have certainly go rogue here and there, but well, before we before I before we jump into our the next segment of uh, we're just gonna be talking about shit PJ and I like. Uh, I do wanna. I don't watch the show, so but I am interested because Jay Cutler is a mutual quarterback of ours. Uh, very cavalier season two episode two. What's what's going on in, in that realm, PJ? So this is a real real tough episode. I know I took up this venture voluntarily and full heartedly with no one forcing me to do it. Watching all of these, um, I knew there were gonna be some rough patches, but this last episode was clear. Like I am just not the this this episode was where very cavalier checked me and said like, listen, man. We know you're having fun hanging out with us, but like you're just not our demo. And like you're here for Jay, uh, but like I'm bummed to hear that, man. I mean, so it was like a pretty bore. So basically, Jay was dealing with just poop the whole time, like animal shit. Started out with chicken shit, then it was like goat shit, it was llama shit. A lot of poop duties for Jay in this episode. So I thought it was a pretty shitty overall. It did make the episode pretty shitty. Um. 
But then the rest of the time was like Kristen doing his photo shoot and the store was having issues with fulfilling orders. They were sending out empty packages and like kind of got a nice business 101 of uh, identifying a problem, coming up with a solution, um, and letting management know in effective ways, communicating with management and making management aware, and communication within a corporate setting, <laughs> um, very Cavalier E-style. Um, so I was boring as shit, same kind of shit that Jay was dealing with in the episode. And it was basically, they've, the first two episodes, they've been really focusing on Kristen Cavallari's uh, best friend in the episodes, uh, who's single, like her love life, and like just getting kind of like a little too deep with some of it, but then like they're making fun, like having funny talks about sex, which like I thought was probably the second best part. So yeah, this episode I'm going through and I'm like, damn, this thing sucks. Like I'm pissed. They got me good this week. Like I'm gonna take an L. Um, but then Ultra, they they so they they were renting the llama, uh, from, uh, not renting. They were like babysitting it from um, what's uh, Keith? Is it was it Keith Urban or um, some country singer guy? His wife, like, they have a farm and they have this llama that, like, they let um, Christian and Jay watch, but they had to give it back up. And so the guy's wife came and, um, oh, man, I want to know which reality star I'm missing out on's name. But uh, what I was going to say, oh, Tim McGraw. Okay. I think. No, he's got a gym with the guy that was a former employee. Never mind. But they have to give up this llama, but Jay's bitching about this goat shitting all over their house, and there's poop everywhere. And then Jay's like, I want to get rid of the goat, too. Can we give him the goat along with the llama? And then Jay sneaks in, like, as they're loading up the llama in the trailer, Jay sneaks the goat in there, and then Kristen asks where the goat is, and he's like, oh, he's in the trailer. Great moment. Hilarious. It was so funny. Set up perfectly. Jay was sneaking. Like they're like, "What are you doing back there, Jay?" He's like, "Oh, nothing. Just you know, this latch was open on this back part of the trailer. Just closing it up." But he picked the goat up, put it in there. It was fantastic. So that moment delivered. Wow. You don't have any so, any so questions? Ge- generally, a uh, a slow episode, but it finished strong. It's well. I just it was very clear. I'm just not the dad. It was just it was just a checkpoint of. Hey, PJ, we, we're glad you're here. You're just not our demo, and we're not going to cater everything to you. We can't have it all be about Jay, which I counter with. Why not? I mean, have you thought about, is it is there potential for a spinoff that's just focused on Jay? No, because Jay wouldn't want to do that, because Jay doesn't do like any of the interviews or anything. It's like Kristen is explaining Jay's parts, and like Jay's involvement in the show is just like, Exactly as much as he needs to be involved in it, and that's it. All right. Well, there's always hope. Things change. Oh no, it's not a. It's not a. It's just you know. It's just it was a check. Uh, Jay next week though, because they're having these issues at the store. Next week episode, it looks like based on the previews, Jay's gonna go into the Uncommon James store and is gonna whip everyone into shape and make sure no more packages go shipped out with nothing in them. Um, Gonna become a logistics man, that Jay. He's running on <laughs> so, NFL offense. He can run a shipping department, folks. Uh, 
So you're not at, you're not at the point that you're like out on the show. No, you're I'm just... never gonna be out on this show. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa! Who said anything about being out on this show? As long as Jake no. Cutler is living and breathing, is on camera doing exactly what I expect of Jake Cutler. I'm tuning in every week, man. This is okay. It is not getting off the DVR. I'm offended you suggested that. If you can tell in the tone of my voice, I'm a little hurt by a lot of things you've said this episode so far. But this, of all things, no, no, thank you, sir. Of course, I'm I'm committed I to our fans, to, to Jay Cutler fans. I was not trying to insinuate that you were out on it. Okay, you were insin- You took a big leap there. You took a broad. Broad leap of assumption there, sir. Sir! I'm not trying to offend you. Sir! It's just so sensitive. Yeah. So sensitive. Just another millennial. Just so sensitive. No, I'm in tune to my emotions now. Now I need to... What I need to do, I learned, is I need to close my eyes and I need to, from head to toe, and everything inside as well, is, is illustrate the perfect and ideal partner I, ha- I, I envision. And then, you know, decide which of those characteristics I can do with with and without and, like, go out and seek that that person. So, um, yeah, it was a real big lesson. And then, yeah, just that, like, corporate communication, small business growth, you know. They didn't say the word synergy, though. That was a big relief. I was nervous about that part. Um. All right, let's let's move on to our last segment here, Peach, and talk yeah. about uh, some of our favorite shit. Before uh, I we start on this, uh, you started a list. I'm sure we'll come up with some stuff on the way. Checked it but, twice. Um, I did want to mention this. I meant to tell you about this. I meant to just send you a screenshot, and I certainly can do that. My dad on Monday morning when I was just really not, you know, this was. We sprung forward, less sleep, still adjusting. Just really wasn't in the mood to to get up. And I always to, to find work. myself out way too late the night that the clocks turn forward. It's tough. Um, Had a pretty good Monday though. Didn't really feel that miserable myself. Not to brag. <laughs> all in all, I, I you know second half of the day. You know, hit my stride, was doing okay. At the beginning, I certainly wasn't feeling it. My dad sent me a text at about about 9.30 a.m. on Monday. Um, a, screw, a picture he had sneakily taken waiting in uh, the airport line, or the security line in the O'Hare airport of a Familiar. guy wearing bright yellow shoes. Yeezus. Yeah. He's wearing and he Yeezus. says... You ever seen you ever seen or heard of OG SPLY 350 tennis shoes? <laughs> Look really cool. Got to be expensive. And so then I had to have a lengthy conversation with my dad about what Yeezys were and that they're usually resold about three, $300 a pop. How do you take uh, that news? Uh, he said, crazy. Uh, <laughs> he said, they look comfortable, but not that-, that comfortable. I can buy a laptop for that price. <laughs> And, uh, he like, isn't yeah. technically wrong about anything he said. So he's far. not. He is not wrong. Um, but I just got a real kick out of my my dad has never seen Yeezys before. Wow. Yeah, which I guess in really like when would he have though? Yeah, I don't think many people were hanging around Cedar Rapids or my Robbins, Iowa specifically, and rocking Yeezys. That's true. Yeah. You could have probably cut stuck with Cedar Rapids for folks. I think it's pretty much all the same. I'd like to, except for the people that listen that are directly from Iowa, I would like to 
play a game with anyone else to point Cedar Rapids out on the map of Iowa. And then yeah, Robbins I mean, and tell me trying, the difference. Look, I'm not trying to say Cedar Rapids is, is all that great. It's got five seasons, man. I get it. It's a it's the second biggest city in Iowa. More likely someone's heard of it. Robbins, probably not. That's all I'm trying to I say. I think Cedar Rapids, Iowa's in the crazies. So if you've seen that, heard of that. No You're name right. recognition. Yep, it is. You're right. It Boom. Is. Speaking of movies, um, I did see Captain Marvel. What do you think? I'd say go see it. <laughs> um, you liked it. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty pretty good for everything. Um, I like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Um, I will say in general, this isn't spoil. I'm just saying like, see, since the Phase Three, whatever, like the Thor Ragnarok, Amazing Spider-Man, Black Panther, this and stuff like, Marvel has figured out how to shoot their fight scenes so well. Um, so it's like really easy to follow and like they're fun. They're like exciting. Um, all the action, it's super good. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it, I, I will say, and this is just a personal thing. It doesn't, once again, I'm not spoiling. This is just a high level general of everything is like, it is tough for me to get invested into an origin story whilst knowing everything that has occurred in the prior Avengers movie and everything. Like it is a little, and even to them, like they do speed past some of her stuff pretty casually because they obviously have to kind of rush through like, sorry, Captain Marvel, you don't get the same, you know, treatment of a, of a, of a, the same type of origin story as everyone else. Cause there's, you know, snap of the finger, things are going crazy out there, you know, 20 years later. But, um, it was nice to see Samuel Jackson like an extended role. Um, kind of has a little bit of a buddy cop feel between him and Brie Larson through some parts, which is fine. Um, yeah, not going to be the worst thing you see for sure. Um, worth it. If you're trying to time it out closer to when Avengers comes out, I understand, but I wanted to go. I think it's, they did a nice job with the release date and timing with the movie. It got me excited, but enough time that I can kind of hang back. Yeah, I, I got to see that before I see Avengers Endgame is a must, so I got to get into that. But anyway, Peach, um, so things uh, things you and I love. Things um, we're fans of, because this episode is all about the fans. All about fandom, fans folks. Of, I'm sure fans are... We, before I'm, we get started, we appreciate you being a fan of us. I'm sure that the fans are excited about... Or uh, a fan of us sounding like idiots. Whatever your reason is for stopping by at the point forward, we appreciate it. I'm sure the fans are excited to see that Giannis's shoes are going to come out on 4-4. We don't know that for sure. If anything, we get to see them. I still would expect that they're not going to be released until August. They're not going to be until fall, which is what they Late said the entire time. fall. Yeah. Give me a fall release, but maybe we actually get to see what they look like. I will say this before they come out. I think it's only appropriate they bring it up. I There is a part of me that does think they might suck. A lot of first shoes do kind of suck of signature shoes. I'm not going to lie. Kyrie runs compared to the Kyrie's three, four, and now five. Like, pretty bad, man. First LeBrons, not a huge fan of. I got the first LeBrons. They were fun to ball in, but they're heavy, and they're, in retrospect, they not look as good like looking. No. no. First ones are kind of duds, so just like, 
let's be cool with my guy. He might not have the first one, but he's got to get a signature out, and they'll build on it. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see what they look like, nonetheless. But you're right. Let's not let's save judgment until we withhold any judgment we have until we see the dang things. But but I'm saying once we see them, like don't come and say Giannis the freak ones are trash. Giannis is trash. Like first one, I I will not place judgment on the brand of the line of shoes until I at least see the second or third one of the group. That's all I'm gonna say. So uh, a few. For most of these questions, they could be interpreted a number of different ways. There are a few of these things. You get to choose how to do it. You, you, I'm giving you that that power. All right. So you so steer for, the conversation the way you think the fans would like to have it be consumed in their ears. So first one, what is your favorite TV show right now? Currently, what I'm currently watching, I can't say Game of Thrones since it's still currently on. You can say your favorite show to watch right now. That is broadly more general with that specific one than I thought you were going to go. Like, is it currently airing or what I am currently watching at the given moment that's like, I'm... What are you binging right now? What's in what your, is your binge What game? is your favorite TV show to watch right now? What's your favorite thing that you can watch? Stream? Watch live? Whatever. Oh. I really enjoyed Marvelous Miss Maisel. I'll say that. That's a great answer. I still haven't finished season two. Not, it's a real enjoyable not be- watch. Not because I've like hit an episode that I didn't really like or or that it slowed down. It's all been great. Uh, I it, shows I really like. I try to make. I try to like draw it out. I'm not trying to rush through it. But I, I respect a good binge too. I'm not hating on that. My you did a heavy uh, binge. My favorite show right now is You're the Worst. It's on. Yo, it's so good, man. It's on FX. I'm on season four. Yeah, man. And, that show um, rocks so hard. Excited. To, uh, glad that I can kind of catch up before season five ends, and it's great. See, I'm. Uh, if you just like it's let's... always sunny in Philadelphia, you'll like this show. It's very different, but uh, it's so well. It certainly Dude, has so some good. ties, and it's a great show. Um, okay. Uh, what Have is. Have you gotten the Ben Folds part? yeah yeah i got to that one. Oh, dude ben not folds. a season four not a season four but i've seen i've seen an episode with ben folds in it i don't know if there's more have you gotten to, to him folds. like ordering alcohol i don't think so all right then you would know if you did um favorite uh what is your favorite movie of all time oh, that's the easiest question you'll ask me all this pod empire strikes back No comment. Just it's, I, no need to be a comment. It's the greatest movie ever. Um, it's I've the always perfect. That would also be my answer if you, I had to bring one movie on a desert island. Which one would it be? It'd be <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I've always been impartial to. I, I've always loved The Departed, and I know that it's a movie oh, with flaws. What? I've always loved that movie. I wasn't expecting that answer. It's always been a favorite of mine. I think it's great. And the like, the first time I saw that movie, I was. It's a, a you know the the twist with Leo and Matt Damon and and him getting shot in the head Don't like that. Spoiler. I can't remember having that react 
that reaction. No, it's been long enough. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you haven't seen The Departed, like, get caught. What's up. your favorite Pixar movie? <sighs> I'll, it's Toy Story. Yeah, that's the only answer. Yeah, Toy Story is my favorite Pixar movie. Yeah, I mean, nervous uh, there. Whew. Yeah, no, I was just thinking for like it is. There are a lot of like most Pixar movies are great. Um, love The Incredibles, love Monsters Inc. Like, love Bugs Life. Those are all solid, but I gotta go with uh, Toy Story's the best one. No, go, no need to explain that one either. Um, what it? I would like to get both sides of the, or both sides of the coin with this one. Who's your favorite rapper now, and who's your favorite rapper of all time? Like All time Jay Z. Okay. Currently, well, I'm just gonna say this because I've he's been rising up the charts. But Freddie Gibbs is um in my top five of rappers that if they release something, I'm like rushing to go listen to it. Um. Yeah. Besides, like, so one answer of a non like. I think like yeah between Kendrick and J Cole and um like Tyler the Creator and ooh, probably Vince Day. those are the other guys like in that appointment but like Freddie has been on a streak um, on a streak folks listen my, to his album Freddie they released last year it is one of my favorite rap albums um was one of my favorite that came out last year and. Um, of recent memory and a very my good f- single he just dropped too my favorite uh, all time is definitely Kanye uh, oh, as of late wow. Kanye is getting a little crazy Tough. but um, got some real interesting answers with some of these I'm kind of glad was, we, I'm learning more that? about you than I, I thought when we you know put some pressure on you to say your favorite of stuff you're aligning with some interesting decisions there Hey, just because Kanye has some takes that I definitely yeah. don't agree with nowadays doesn't mean I don't love. Then, his what's music your favorite Kanye album? Um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is my favorite album of his. It's a fine answer. Yeah, uh, that would probably be number one. Although, um, yeah, that's a fine answer. Dropout, college dropouts, probably number two. That would be just my like, number one, but dark twisted fantasy is is probably his best thing of ever but not my favorite but uh right now well, yeah, right now there? i've uh been enjoying listening to j cole and i've never been as big on him uh i think he was a he was a huge thing when we were in college but then his last couple albums i, I wasn't as into but the more i've listened to them i just his single that he came out with uh was really good um i don't know he's been good I've been listening to him more lately. Uh, KOD is really a, a solid. KOD solid. was. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, favorite Power Ranger. This is a good one. I feel like we've talked about this maybe before, but I don't know if we have. I always we've thought, definitely talked about Power Rangers, but I don't know. I, if I mean, it was I always I always gravitated towards Red. He was my guy, but then the black or excuse me, the Ooh. white and gold. Power Ranger came. Well, did you like the White I, Ranger? Do you like the Green Ranger? Two different. I like the White Ranger. Like he was, I thought he was 
badass. I was I'm always Red Ranger. Yeah, I respect that. Red Ranger was sweet, and Power Rangers like that was my toy when I was a little kid. Like, mm-hmm. I love Power Rangers. That was my shit. Um, Same. Favorite candy. We've talked about this on previous podcasts before. Uh, Reese's is my goat, no question. Peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. Respect that too. Grocery store. Great question. Uh, High V. I've always been ride or die on High V. I can't stand the grocery stores in Minneapolis and um, the Twin Cities, but uh, Cub is the big one up here, and I don't like Cub. Hey Cub. That's the closest grocery store to my house, though, so I'm kind of stuck. Costco's great. Trader Joe's is great. Not as accessible. But as far as, like, a more local chain cup is the way, or uh, Hy-Vee is the way to go. Dude, it's got to be Trader Joe's. I literally put on this on it just to say how much <laughs> I love Trader Joe's right now. You're just trying to plug Trader Joe's off that stock. If I could we get uh, a Trader Joe's sponsorship, they don't they just give me, I don't know what they have to give me, but nothing. They can't, they won't take any of my money, folks. They just... Try to spend and spend and spend there. It's so... Trader Joe's, we'll pay you to let us sponsor. Just say that you sponsor us, yeah. And, like, yeah. throw in some, like, cool stuff. Let us get first taste at some new releases. I'm good with that. Um, yeah, I enjoy that place uh, every single time I go in there, and I try to make every excuse I can to go in there. It's the first time I was uh, grocery shopping. And once you pass the age of, like, 25, you have to swear allegiances to some sort of grocery store you have to have your favorite grocery store and then tell everyone about it and that's going to make up a good portion of your conversations with folk in the cash talk sense you know maybe yeah, with the, the the unfortunate part about coming becoming adult is that you have to go to the grocery store a lot uh yeah be- and you have to have reasons to like kind of talk about meaningless shit like to pass the time with your coworkers, and like that's a good one to break up the talk of like the weather and that report you, you that have to weekend. do or whatever yeah like what you lying weekend. about what you did that weekend yeah 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 <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so yeah i talk about grocery stores and i love trader joe's and like so single like i had the moment i forgot to buy some hummus um and i was mad at first but i was like no i have an excuse to go back to trader joe's again like in another day so that's the first time i've had that experience where i wasn't dreading going to a grocery store all yeah, the only, the only knock on Trader Joe's is that you it is a place where people tend to forget uh, a person's overall uh, bubble, personal bubble. So people will definitely be closer to you than other grocery stores. But, you know, you just got to deal oh, with Oh, in general for me, that's like just kind of a thing. Like people are pretty clueless and just like doing kind of wandering their own way and just like not generally aware of anyone else. They think it's their own personal grocery store. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that though. Fast food item. Easy again. Uh, Crunchwrap Supreme. It's the greatest, uh, maybe the greatest fast food invention, but perfect fast food of the definition of fast foods. So I thought Taco, I was thinking about Taco Bell here and Crunchwrap Supreme is my favorite thing to get there. It's the perfect Um, menu item for any of any fast food place. In a car, if you're just ordering, you know, it's it's every every check mark. So, I disagree. Oof, oof, I think I the Wendy's Frosty is number one. That is my yeah, but that pick. melts pretty quick. You gotta be real eating that sure, while you're driving is a little difficult. 
and a Crunchwrap Supreme gets cold and it doesn't taste as good. Like it's well, that I mean, you, you're eating fast food really. But I'm saying like in settings of driving versus like if I was sitting down or like whatever. Like I can I can't really con- eat a frosty and drive a car. Yeah, I'll concede that a Crunchwrap Supreme is probably it, a Crunchwrap Supreme is definitely a more versatile food. It's, yeah, it's, it's more versatile fast food that you can eat whilst driving. But if we're just talking about overall value you're getting and how just really good something is, um, Frosties are cheap, cheap, delicious, and go with everything. So they're Do you they're dip fries in Frosties? Yes. Got yes. dip fries. Um, Never was a big, not a I. It's fine. Great. I'm not like crazy about it. Like I don't, I can get one and I can get both and I have to like dip them in there. I do yeah, enjoy I mean, eating both, though. Agreed. Um, favorite beer? So I have to go with... Um, so I go back and forth on this guy. I would say the... Um, yeah, I think it has to be... Uh, crazy, A uh, little crazy by uh, Revolution has to be... The overall favorite. I don't know if I've had that one. You know, I don't know if you've Revolution been up here. Brewery, I don't know if you've you know, been. It's cool, but I don't remember what. I don't remember that beer though. I don't know if you've been. Um, it's that or it's Revolution's Oktoberfest, mate. No, I think it's. Um, I don't know if you've been up here while we've had, or if I've had a little crazy when you visited Chicago. But a little crazy is is definitely one of my favorite, um, all time for sure. Um, I'm willing to commit to that one for um, do my, a little f- little local rep or and also you know yeah I was Stand expecting true. Gumball Head but that's you know that's good too. Uh, my favorite uh, is an old classic up here in the Twin Cities. Surly Furious is probably my favorite in general. Yeah. Um, both we gotta both support our local. Local breweries gotta yeah it's uh, shed our local colors. You gotta take pride in that sort of thing. I get it. Yeah, I um, get it because I did it. My uh, I like Daisy Cutter in Chicago too. That's not my favorite beer, but like if I was gonna go to Chicago and have a beer, like I just like good old fashioned Green Line or Daisy Cutter's good too. It seems like everywhere has both of those. Those things. yeah, I was about to say yep. Pretty much you can get. Both of those, if you drop a drop your finger and it lands on a bar, you pretty much get one of those two there. Yeah, Green Line and Daisy Cutter's probably gonna be there, but um, and then uh, I think this is the last one we've got here. Although, well, so I asked you, you said that you weren't gonna be able to answer this one, but one. I would be curious to know what your favorite sneaker is. Dude, uh, yeah, I don't Mine's- know. Dude, I really was a huge fan. Like, I I know for a fact of, like, just at a a point where, like, I mean, it's definitely not, but, like, it's not my favorite. But I I do remember just how bad they wanted the T-Mac 2s when I was, (laughs) like, in. They are, yeah. I remember I was the same way, and I just knew that they were were too expensive. My parents were never going to buy them for me. Like, I was just like, I'm never going to get these. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, you just, yeah. I am really happy with the Concords. I mean, that's, those are sweet. 
So maybe yeah. it's the 11s. Yeah, but I never was like, oh, I need these before. No, I, I don't know if I have a particular one no, of fair those. Enough. But um, it would probably be a, it'd probably be one of the Jordans. Yeah, I've always loved love the Jordan ones, but um uh last one animal. Uh monkeys. Monkeys. That is not surprising considering for a long time you had a bathroom a bathroom that the primary design was around monkeys. Uh mine is definitely uh well dog. Dog's dog's number one. <laughs> if I was to pull if I was to pick a non domesticated animal, I'd pick a bear. Bears are tight. What kind of bear? Uh, grizzly, of course. Wow. Nice, nice. Although they're they're a little intense, but they're you know they're intense. They're cute when they're they're when they're not intense, they're cute. Um, PJ, this we've, I've this has been fun. Uh, and I apologize. I'm gonna try this to keep f- coming up with dumb shit for us to talk about till the playoffs start, guys. I'm sorry. So yeah, we're gonna PJ try to want- keep it loose and fly and just see what happens just talk about stuff that i want to talk about that isn't the basketball that i wish i could be talking about but it's so meaningless and i'm going to say hey. something stupid i'll regret after the playoffs start zach levine has been good that's nice right you should probably just get shut down keep that dude healthy yeah auto porter your first impressions of, of him have been good it's not all bad and it's not no, it's not bad. It's just like I'm like eh, I'm just over this part of it, which I know in like July, like you know, middle of July and August later this year, I'll be like, oh, I wish I had some basketball. But like this right now, like yeah, I, I would watch these games then. I don't want to watch this right now. I want playoffs. It'll be here before. I want more Serge it. and Baca attacking Marquise Chris moments, but in meaningful playoff settings well it'll be Marquis Chris wanted now, no part of that that was the funniest thing like, I don't think he was expecting well, Serge was, to go it was very crazy. clear from the second that Serge put his hands on Marquis Chris who Neck. the man and or yeah who the man and who the boy was in that situation so I, I can't say I blame Marquis yeah. for not wanting to be murdered by Serge in that case but yeah just a you know we're not the only. You're not the only one that's a little pent up about all this stuff. Clearly, uh, some of the NBA players are too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, thank you everyone for listening. We'll come at you with another pod next week. Check us out at the point forward NBA gmail.com at foolishkilla at the point forward on Twitter. Uh, we are on Spotify now, which is news. Shout out to PJ for putting getting us started there. Uh, but check us out on iTunes. Stitcher too. We've been on there for a while. I appreciate all the support. We'll talk to you soon.